0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Midwest Wed, everything you need to know about weddings in the Midwest, brought to you by local experts.
1: I'm Melanie. And
0: I'm Anne. And And we're we're the Midwest Midwest Wed. Wed. Welcome to season two. We're back. We're back. We said we were going to take a tiny little break, I think we said like two or three weeks off, (laughs) after Courtney and Justin's wedding, and then we legit ghosted everybody. It was just
1: a little... uh... A little
0: cat now. Yeah, a little break. And then, it, you know, 2020 happened. Literally,
1: did it go, Did it really did, it didn't happen? I don't know. It just was, it was
0: there. Can't remember it. Made no memories. But also... Thriving, not thriving. Yeah. I think that literally everyone started a podcast in 2020 because it's like a thing to do during quarantine and you and I were both like, can't be bothered to jump back in Like, Do
1: not come over to my house. I have my bubble i'm not about to try and record this from home also i'm
0: so sick of zoom happy hours don't make me do anything else via zoom oh
1: my gosh that margarita night that picture of margarita
0: yeah i know that was rough so day so we are done with the what was gonna be the 2020 midwest wedding giveaway mm-hmm. kelly and kaylin were our winners The last episode of season one of this podcast was us talking about our top five finalists right before (laughs) Courtney and Justin got married. So spoiler alert, if you for some reason only listen to this podcast and don't follow us on social media, which would be really weird, uh, Kelly and Caitlin were the winners. They were supposed to get married April of 2020. It got postponed to April of 2021. Which was very interesting.
1: I mean, I feel like we just had to survive last year. And then now this is a rebuild year. We can bring back the podcast, bring back some fun into the wedding industry. and not so much stress.
0: I know, right? I think that like, obviously at White Lace, we watched a decent amount of brides have to like postpone their wedding or change their wedding completely. And I was just kind of like, wow, they all like for the most part handled it pretty well. To the point where I think I thought it wasn't that hard to do, but then having to participate it so full forcely as a vendor for this and watching Kelly and Caitlin have to go through postponing it, I was like, that sucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I lost, completely lost three. I had, like, four reschedule, and then you just get, like, excited, but then at the same time you were, I was nervous. Like, the weddings that did go through was, like, Oh my gosh, what kind of rules are we going to be under? What's it going to be like? It -hmm. it was not a fun wedding season. It was very uptight. I was kind of like uneasy. Yeah, you're always kind of. Especially pregnant. It was like so many unknowns and then.
0: Looking for the next shoe to drop kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we had decided to postpone Kelly and Kaylin's a full year. Mostly because, like, obviously April of 2020, we were just at, like, the start of COVID. We didn't really know how long it was going to go on. They're both diabetic, and so they're, like, high risk. So it wasn't like, we didn't want to just push it, like, 8 weeks or 12 weeks and then have to push it again. Well, then
1: that would have put them in the middle of, like, most of us, we had a
0: busy season. Right. still
1: anticipating we had a season. Yeah. You know, different rules and crackdowns, but...
0: So that was very interesting. Um, We thought we would start our, you know, season two back (laughs) Um, with kind of recapping their wedding. Um, Like I said, a year-long delay kind of like takes away a lot of the wind out of our sails, takes away some of the excitement but i think once the day was here we were all very much ready and happy to have the day finally here and i am not a day of vendor so my dresses were there but i was not so maybe you could give us a little bit more of a play by play on like how the day went what you like liked about their wedding if there was any standalones yeah i mean
1: um i was happy that the wedding day finally came so i feel like you know, we were so excited for their 2020 wedding and it had a completely different theme than their 2021. And so 2020 was a lot of excitement and, you know, kicking off the wedding season and then COVID happened. So then, you know, postponing. But not only that, I had to fill in other weddings before this 2021. Usually the Midwest giveaway is my first wedding of the year. All of us vendors get to like kick Mm -hmm. off our wedding season, but a lot of us had to do makeup weddings. So that was kind of different too. Um, but day of, everybody was just excited, you know, things are kind of back to normal here in North Dakota or, or the new normal as we uh, like to call it. Um, and it was a completely different theme from the, what was originally pitched to us when we selected them.
0: So that was kind of
1: a little bit of a, not a surprise I knew going into it, but I wasn't fully aware of all the changes. Um, Right, because you and I
0: aren't, like, super hands-on with a lot of that stuff. Yeah, prior um, to I usually just
1: it, show up and I'm like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the color palette changed a little bit. And I knew that because we reordered a couple of bridesmaids dresses to, like, suit that. So, like, some of them stayed the same from the original. Some of them were different. Um, in the photos I have seen of it, because I wasn't there, they definitely still had some german tent kind of touches but they were subtle
1: yeah touching on the the german stuff they had signs that were in german oh um, like welcome signs and food signs and then they act- they had like a big pretzel wall oh, so that's they cool. had fresh pretzels brought out um and they had like a big pan of them and they had like a, an actual pretzel wall which was delicious and as soon as they started hanging them up I was like, Jamie, when, when can I steal one of these before
0: the it? I'm starving Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, I'd be mean, like, I'm for sure the wedding guest that takes the first donut oh, no. off the donut that, wall. I left that
1: to Nick. A real love. <laughs> you And I mean a real love it.
0: Um, which is kind
1: of funny on my Instagram. Is like he, I was making a video and then he just like went in there
0: and snagged one and ate it and I
1: was like, perfect, I got you on camera.
0: <laughs> oh, so funny. Yes. The part of their wedding that I thought still had a very kind of like festival feel was the like cake table and the oh backdrop. Oh my
1: gosh, the cake table was so awesome. They had three cakes. I mean, like.
0: I know. I keep like laughing like, at it. I'm like, this was a wedding like full of diabetics and they had so much cake. <laughs>
1: Three <laughs> cakes, and not, like, little cakes, yeah. but, like,
0: big cakes. And they were decorated so well. Oh, my
1: gosh. it Picture perfect. Like, yeah. And they tasted good,
0: too, so. The cake life did such a good job. Erin yeah, Aaron, Aaron did such a good job. And then I loved Jamie's, like, kind of, like, colorful drapes behind mm-hmm. it. It all was, like, really cute.
1: Yeah, it, it turned out really good. I was really happy with that. Um, the other little touch that they had bringing back to diabetes was they had a camp suit table, and she actually had, like, insulin and like pump refills or pump sensor refills oh, yeah it was stuff that a diabetic would need um to test their sugars and i'm not sure if there was like actually insulin or if it was just like just in was, case after all but that there, cake yeah but there was needles <laughs> i saw those i was like oh man I'm like good thing we got no kids here cuz <laughs> they were all in like bowls on the on this table set up camp suit and i was like oh my gosh <laughs>
0: Also, I feel like it was substantially less muddy out at Black Lake oh my this gosh. year. I just remember. had perfect
1: weather. It was so nice. It was warm. It wasn't windy. And of all things, they had the ceremony inside, which blew my mind because it was like a perfect sunny day. And I get it. You don't want to gamble with the weather. Hard to but, make that
0: call in April. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: No kidding. But if it was me, I would have for sure went outside because it was a gorgeous, gorgeous day. And like Courtney and Justin, it was like flooding out there.
0: Yeah. I just remember... She had to wear your cowboys. shoes. Yeah, I had a pair of okay, So fine. then <laughs> I couldn't steal them. So I was walking around in like heels, like trying to make sure she didn't fall in the mud, because um, I was fortunate enough to go to Courtney and Justin's for at least a little bit. But um, yeah, gosh, that yeah, Kelly and Caitlin had a beautiful day weather-wise. Mm-hmm. Like couldn't have really been better if you're talking about April in in North Dakota. R- risky business, but. So, yeah, they had,
1: like, a perfect sunset. We did a bunch of sunset pictures. We took all the pictures outside. Like, poor Courtney and Justin, we had to take some of theirs inside, Yeah. Because of the rain. Or, like, under a lunch because it was, like, a swamp. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they had a great day. They had good food. They had a food truck come from far. Yeah, up.
0: Philly cheesesteaks or something, right? Yeah, it was in am-
1: And the cheese curds, I mean, take me back to college in Wisconsin. They were delicious. Yum. <laughs> um,
0: I know. I think that Kelly and Kaylin really prioritized... Yeah, like, food and drinks and, like, just making sure everybody was, you know, gonna have fun, gonna get food, good food in their tummy, like, um, so, anyways, that's kind of, like, the end of our, you know, 2020 saga, but to kind of transition us we like ran into a little bit of a curveball like <laughs> we've had two weddings out at blackleg they are so great all of our vendors we've had a lot of vendors that were with us for both years
1: mm-hmm.
0: um like like majority of the vendors stuck around for both years
1: yeah i mean we really only had the florist because yep, she, she sold her business
0: yep um and then we added vendors we added for a 2020 ton of vendors. Um, But yeah, not a lot of like, um, you know, we had obviously Blackleg, we had Marv from Be Loud, Annie and Nick from Real Love, Jamie from 701, Schumacher Diamonds, lots of like repeat vendors for two years. But I think that, you know, we all were stressed more than uh, usual with the 2020 wedding season and having to postpone the Midwest wedding giveaway Ideally, if we were going to do a three-peat and have 2021 look just like the last two years, we would have needed to start taking applications in January. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know...
1: At that point, it was like, okay, we're still in COVID.
0: The vaccines are just being rolled out. Like
1: Everybody's still wearing masks everywhere. There's still like a limit on the amount of people we can have. We
0: don't know what wedding season was going to look like. I mean,
1: even my 2021 season was so far down.
0: Yeah. Because...
1: People aren't booking this year because they don't know what to expect.
0: Yeah, we've had a lot of brides kind of the same way. Like, like they're just nervous they're... about what whether their wedding gets to happen, and so then they don't plan things until they realize it can happen, which is now kind of what we're seeing is that a lot of the weddings that are happening this summer are, you know, kind of a lot shorter timeline, plan wise. Right. You
1: know, they're not planning a year out, they're planning yeah. like six months out.
0: And then the other reason why I feel like it was hard for us to, like, jump on the concept of, like, starting to take applications in January and, book and you know, lining up all the vendors from previous years was, I mean, in theory and in practice, a lot of small businesses, a lot of local businesses had the worst year of their lives in 2020. Right, so So asking for a handout. It's hard to ask them to (laughs) donate a free wedding. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that even you and I were kind of like, I was like, I don't know if I want to do another free wedding. Yeah, I was kind of burnt
1: out. I was just like... I don't know. You get like on a roller coaster of emotions because you're so excited and then you're so let down that it's not happening and then you're kind of excited it's going to happen again and then you're like,
0: well, I don't know what's going to happen after this. Well, where are we at? For sure. So I think that's kind of why we like didn't jump into it in January. But then by the time Kelly and Kaylin's wedding was happening,
1: then we started thinking like, we well, were kind of we, like, do
0: we do? oh. But now at that point, we're like three months behind on applications. And, and so then you get
1: into like planning ahead, and it's like, okay, what do we try and do a fall one? And that's like, but then
0: it's like the fall, the idea of a fall wedding didn't stick no, well for not. people's like, schedules. I
1: still have sessions that I'm weddings that I'm photographing. A lot of people are hunters in the state. I was gonna say Everybody wedding season has. runs
0: right into hunting season, and then, and then and, you go into
1: the holiday season for decorators, yeah, and, you know, DJs and stuff doing Christmas parties and in different events like that. So. That we really
0: concluded it. it kind of if we if it was going to be the big wedding, it kind of has to be in April. That's yep. like what works for vendors. It's the easiest way for us to be able to give away a free wedding. And all of
1: our wedding dates are op- or our dates yeah. are already open, yeah, because
0: yeah, you're not quite into wedding season yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to do something because the only alternative is to wait until January of 2022 to start applications mm-hmm. for the 2023 wedding. Because we were already too late to the game in 2021 to take applications for a 2022 wedding in the same, like, style and format as previous years. So, we had a little meeting of the
1: minds.
0: (laughs) Obviously, we drank some wine. And concluded that Midwest Wedding Giveaway is going to have a little bit of a rebuilding year. And we, uh, yourself and I, and some of the vendors that fit into this model are going to give away an elopement.
1: Yeah, I mean, we just invited the people that we thought would be willing to participate in it because it's it's still something that we have to ask for them to be in and mm-hmm. ask for them to give something for free. And, you know, having a venue for an elopement doesn't really work. Having a DJ for an elopement doesn't really work. Um, so we didn't want to really waste their time, but we also don't want to hurt their feelings.
0: Right, because I feel like everyone that we've worked with in past years, as far as vendors go are a great fit for us. Mm-hmm. We love working with them. Right. They're all... We're the dream team. Yeah. They, <laughs> exactly. And I call it on Instagram. <laughs> My dream team. Um, it's a
1: dream for me to work with them.
0: Right. And so it's hard to be like, sorry guys, like we're shrinking it down, but, but it's not permanent. No. We're just trying to, you know, figure out the best fit for this year so that we can still have content and like more things to do and more things to be creative with and to still stay relevant as a giveaway Mm -hmm. so that we can jump back in in january 2022 and start taking applications for a big wedding in 2023 right not going away just mixing it up it's a
1: rebuild it's a learning i mean we did learn stuff with This last wedding.
0: So we're still having a 2021 wedding because we're not considering Kelly and Kaelin our 2021 giveaway. They were the 2020 giveaway. Mm -hmm. We just had to reschedule it. So we're still having a 2021 giveaway. Um, It's just going to happen in
1: 2021.
0: Yeah, it's just happening a little different. Uh, Midwest wedding giveaway is eloping. And we're going west. Yeah. I thought. Mostly because. Change it up. Yeah, we just need to do something that's a little quick and dirty. And Mel loves to shoot in the Badlands. Jamie, our decorator, has always come to Bismarck, and she drags all this stuff with her. Yeah, she's, and she's got the most stuff to bring, she's got the most stuff the to trailer, bring in. Kid, and she brother, had to travel mom. the most. <laughs> yeah. So really we were just like, we'll, we'll scooch towards you this time. We don't need a venue. We just have to find an outdoor space. Well, and I
1: have a lot of connections you yeah. know, in the Medora Bathlands area just from my husband and his family. So, I mean, it was easy right. to just call up somebody and be like, hey, can we use your backyard? Can right. Back? It's thousand have... acres, and I just want to shoot back there because it's my favorite place to go.
0: Right. And so, what the elopement will look like. So, first and foremost, I have questions. So, I'm going to ask them to myself <laughs> and then to Mel. Uh, so, I'll start by telling just you guys. I've got the list, over here. yeah, aka I'm the OCD. O- <laughs> <laughs> um, so first and foremost, the vendors that will be involved. So there might be a couple additions to this list, depending on what we else feel is needed in an elopement, because we're still kind of figuring it out. But as of right now, the elopement winners will still be getting a wedding dress and a groom suit from White Lace. They will still be getting a photography package from Mel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Real Love Films will still be providing videography. Jamie from Seven Hundred One Design will still be providing like decor and aesthetics and a full-on scheme plan. She's a mood board, yeah.
1: Of the the vision, she's the visionary.
0: Yeah, Um, and then Rachel from. Dreams to Meet, event planning. Which is a
1: game changer. And I (laughs) swear, if I could put one requirement for all of my brides moving forward, like, if there was one vendor that I would request for every wedding,
0: it would be her. Because get a wedding planner. (laughs) Rachel is basically like a personal attendant on steroids, on steroids, on steroids. Like,
1: yeah, she was literally zipping the dress for Kate.
0: Yeah, she's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so fetching
1: me, fetching me water.
0: <laughs> so she'll be there. Uh, obviously, her planning will look a little different for an elopement, but she'll st- she still has a package included. Um, And then because we're going to be heading, like, west of Dickinson, we added on a florist out of Dickinson, uh, Tiffany from the local in Dickinson, or Dickinson-ish area.
1: I think she's closer to Beach. Yeah. She has a really cute little shop,
0: boutique-ish area. And so she will be doing a bridal bouquet, a groom's boutonniere, and then she's also an esthetician, so she has also offered to do bridal makeup.
1: Mm-hmm. And I've worked with her before in Dickinson. She does a really good job.
0: So um, that's exciting. Sweater,
1: she did the bride's makeup and then she also did the florals for yeah. the, the
0: Obviously, we've worked with a couple of really great florists in Bismarck, and Chelsea and Tiff have been the hair and makeup team for us out at Blacklight two years in a row, and they do a great job. But it is a lot to ask a vendor of that type to travel. two hours Mm -hmm. to a wedding that they're not getting paid for.
1: Well, that, yeah. And there's not going to be a bridal. Right. So there's there's not not going to be a
0: lot of add-ons. Yeah. An option for them
1: to recoup their, their expenses by traveling.
0: So, uh, we decided to use a Dickinson slash beach Medora ish area vendor for those things. Um, we're still figuring out logistics. So there isn't to say that there won't be other vendors included, as we go on with the planning, but for now it's... Yeah, we're
1: still really early in the planning because yeah. we kind of just decided we wanted to do it, let's, let's hit the ground running. Right. But we also didn't want to just throw it together. Like, I mean, I've worked with enough wedding vendors out west that I have an idea of who makes up a good western North Dakota wedding team. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jamie is located all there, so she has all the ins with everybody. For um, sure. But I think it's fun to change it up. I think it's, you know... We're the Midwest wedding giveaway. We're not the Bismarck giveaway. So it's mm-hmm. nice to not just have old Bismarck vendors.
0: For sure. So applications are already live. Mm-hmm. This year we decided to be, you know, really tech savvy and you just fill it out on our website instead <laughs> of having to fill out a PDF like Grandma Anne made last year. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Although I do love that girl that got that was... Working for the larks that, like, showed up with... Delivered it, yeah. Caitlin. I'm, like, bummed that I was there for that production. That was so cute. That was funny.
0: Um, but, yeah, this year you can just fill it out on our website, which is themidwestwed.com. There's a little apply button, and you just fill it out. The only thing that's not included on that form is that we do require you to send us photographs as well. Um, but for the applications that I've already gotten, I've just replied to their application being like, hey, can you also send us a few pictures? And everyone so far has done that. So... We are just chugging along with mm-hmm. applications. Um, yeah,
1: about what ten days or so. Long yeah, for
0: applications to come in. Yeah, depending on when, depending on when this podcast gets <laughs> edited and posted, which will be this week, sometimes on the fifth or the sixth. So, like, like seven days. Yeah. So, <laughs> deadline is the fourteenth, which is a Friday. Um, the other thing that's a little different than previous years is who's allowed to apply. So, why yeah. don't you...
1: So, instead of just being couples that are engaged or getting engaged, we've opened it up to people that want to do vow renewals, which I think is huge, mm-hmm. um, because I think there are couples out there that, you know, have been married 10 years, and they're like, you know, we're at a different stage in our life, let's do something to, like, recommit each- to each other, um, so I think that's a nice touch.
0: And it was a big thing that we got asked the last two years, like, yeah. a lot of people... Were, would always ask when applications would come out like can it be a vow renewal like and at that time when we were giving away a $30,000 wedding the answer was no we right to because be I just it. don't
1: feel like there's as much hype around a vow renewal as there is for a first time and wedding. it just
0: doesn't involve as much planning like right. you don't need to have a year of planning to do a vow renewal mm-hmm. like you can pull it together a little quicker which is basically what we're doing this summer um so on the application, you'll there will be a drop-down in one of the questions that you're choosing. Whether you are an engaged couple looking to elope, whether you are a married couple looking to do a vow renewal. And then the third option is actually something that Annie from Real Love kind of suggested, is that you're an engaged couple looking to elope. Because you are planning either a destination wedding or (laughs) you're planning a, you know, big reception, but you want your ceremony to be super intimate. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would definitely be an option. We actually even have some vendors from previous years who have said, look, I'm not a good fit for an elopement because I'm a DJ or something like that. And you don't need a DJ at an elopement ceremony. But if the wedding or if the couple decides that they're going to have a reception after the fact that like I'll give a discount Mm
1: -hmm. you know
0: and so that's kind of nice um and then you also already have the hookup like Rachel's going to plan your elopement for free but she's already right there so if you need to book her for a reception you certainly can do that and it's just an add-on fee for her so I think that it's definitely a wider range of who can apply which is kind of fun um
1: I like the simplicity of it yeah I think there are a lot of brides that get overwhelmed by too many options too many variables that are out there and then they're like I don't know what I want or they go on Pinterest and they are all over the place they love everything but nothing goes together so this, I feel like, will help those people that get overwhelmed easily or who just simply don't want the hassle of planning a wedding. Yeah. Because that's the next thing. We, we are kind of making it more tuned into what we like and what we think looks good. And Jamie, the mastermind, is going to give them more or less options of, of styles to choose from for a wedding.
0: Right. Because, I mean, I think that this elopement, this 2021 elopement, kind of speaks towards what we all went through into in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like we watched a lot of brides have to my favorite small business word of the year, pivot, mm-hmm. um, and change their plans and maybe have a wedding that they didn't necessarily plan to have, but there were a lot of really beautiful intimate weddings that came out of 2020 or early this year that maybe weren't what they originally wanted, but were still like great celebrations of those people's love.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: I think that it's kind of taught Vendors and you know people who are getting married, you know non-vendors. That not every wedding has to be a three hundred person wedding at a hotel ballroom. You can have a really special day that's smaller and more intimate and more, maybe a little bit more unique because you have the flexibility to spend money on things that you maybe couldn't afford it if you were feeding four hundred people. Um, when is the elopement? Well, we have a couple dates that we pre-picked out. Cause yeah, they kind of range from July to August, September, September. Yeah, and
1: yeah. so when we were having a, a meeting of the vendors, um, we picked out weekends that we had still open and available because a lot of us are already booked. But at this point, I feel like it's May. The odds of somebody wanting to book a wedding in August or June or July are, are something mm-hmm. Um so we picked out some dates for them to choose from instead of just right.
0: Having a and date. the nice thing about it being a smaller, more intimate thing and an elopement or a vulnerable is it doesn't have to be on a Saturday. Right. So we gave them some Friday choices. We gave them a, some Sunday choices. Mm-hmm. I think there's even a Thursday uh, mixed in there. Just kind of I was days that a by. little
1: bummed we didn't pick Wednesday because Wednesday is the day of weddings. <laughs> That's what it, that was what it was for.
0: Uh, you always tell me that, I and, I just, like, and I just, like, whatever, Mel, you're crazy. i not where
1: I heard this from, and I might just be starting it, but... Just making things up. Uh, I've always said Wednesday is the day for weddings.
0: I mean... I'm bringing it back. I really have... 1600s. No ability to <laughs> tell you you're wrong, because I know nothing about and it, Maybe you but... should Google this instead of
1: Continuing on this train of spewing information yeah. I know
0: nothing about. Fake news. Um... Uh, Okay, so the elopement's going to be sometime... The couple will have a choice. It's another thing that's on the application. We put the five dates on the application. They have to check which one or ones. Because I know there are people that have submitted the applications and literally checked all five. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we'll just cross that bridge when we get there. There's other couples that just picked the date that they thought worked best. So it's just their, their choice is already made. Um... So, this is a question that I'm just assuming, because I'm kind of a pessimist, that we will get from at least some people as we see more applications trickle in. And that is, what if I want to apply, but I want there to be more than 20 guests at my elopement? Hmm. And I mean, what I, I would tell you <laughs> is that you certainly can apply, but... The elopement, the day of your choosing that these vendors will be at, is limited to 20 people. So more than 20 people cannot show up to that ceremony. That does not mean that you can't literally have a barbecue the next day and still wear your dress and have 100 people in your backyard or literally rent out a ballroom and have a reception of whatever you want. You know, as like an addition, whether it be the next day or six months later, or yeah. maybe you're gonna go to Mexico in January as your reception. I don't know. Annie from Real Love is also a travel agent, so we've got a lot of things that we can help you with. But as far as the elopement is considered, it is a hard and fast cap at a maximum of twenty people
1: at no, the ceremony like sit on somebody's lap
0: <laughs> right. I mean, I guess like a baby doesn't count, but like,
1: So there's going to be 20 chairs, and that's how many chairs you get, and how you choose to fill them is yours. Yeah, but there will
0: not be more than 20 chairs, and there's not standing room. (laughs) (laughs) So... That's kind of that. I mean, they can live feed it just like most weddings
1: were this year. If they
0: really wanted to. But the whole point of an elopement is... Intimacy. Yeah, for it to be smaller. So maybe the ceremony is just your immediate family, Mm -hmm. where it's just your siblings, parents, grandparents, nieces, nephews, and that's it. And then, yeah, like I said, if you really want to have a reception where your cousins and your friends and neighbors and everyone get to come like that that's your choice you could do that after the fact you just can't do it at this element. Right. um it's set not amongst, a services that's being...
1: the beautiful painted western north Dakota Badlands
0: yeah it'll be a private party in the middle
1: of nowhere <laughs> that we're gonna have to like print off a map because gps doesn't work us at
0: also spoiler alert i may or may have not purchased a canvas tent <laughs> <laughs> Not a canvas tent that, like, holds 20 people, but just, like, a small little, like, glamping tent. We are glamping, and I've
1: already decided Bristol's whole birthday party is now themed around glamping. glamping. <laughs> <Love> <laughs> like it. it or not, we're kicking out the princesses, and we're going glamping.
0: <laughs> she'll, she'll get over it. She'll, <laughs> she'll like the tent. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that... We agreed when we were talking about switching this year to an elopement that it probably meant we would get less applications because it's not
1: well we're doing an ideal fit for time. everyone. Yeah. Well, and that was one of the reasons that we decided to go this route. Anyways, was because if we opened up applications now for a real big wedding, most people we'd miss the engagement season. Right. Everybody's already engaged planning their wedding. And it's,
0: you can't apply for this big wedding giveaway if you already have deposits paid to half your vendors. Right. So that's just not the way it works. And so that's why we were like, well, we can't open it up for an April of 2022 wedding now. Mm-hmm. Because anyone that would be getting married in April of 2022 has probably paid a venue deposit or has probably booked a photographer or bought their wedding dress or anything like that and we have to catch people before they start doing those things right, yeah. so the elopement is kind of geared towards a different type of bride
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so we know that it doesn't fit everybody we know that we're probably going to get less applications than previous years because we're doing it a little different but i think that the vendors that are involved well, so far, are the
1: amount of applications that we've got it's actually an overwhelming amount it
0: is, is good yeah and they they're all like quality applications like the mm-hmm. ones that i've read i was like this would totally work for this person. This would totally work for this person. Like they're all cute couples. They all seem to have their head wrapped around how an elopement works good for them instead of a big wedding. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't think we're having any trouble finding one or three that we like. And then in previous years, we've done like, we've chosen five finalists and we've made them record a video and people basically choose the winner via how many likes the videos get on Facebook. Which has always turned into, like, a little bit of a disaster because... I think this
1: year we should sit down with the finalists, have a nice dinner, communicate, you know, who they are, what their love story represents, and choose them that way.
0: You guys, Nell is doing this thing that she knows that I hate, which is just, like, throwing random ideas <laughs> at me with... No time to I just to want to prep. get out of the house. Mel's <laughs> like, how about it? a dinner party? i want to have interactions. Um, but I don't think we'll have five finalists this year. I think no, that smaller certainly. wedding means smaller list of finalists. Maybe three.
1: Yeah, and I feel like five was just, like, such a stretch as it was. Because it was, you know, I don't know. I just well, like, I like once, the number three. like once five.
0: you choose five, it's hard not to want to choose seven. Like I feel like we always ended up mm-hmm. with so many.
1: 10, <laughs> yeah, the top ten, to and the the, five, the Facebook
0: and... voting is always a little little messy, and so I think because some people can buy bots, yeah, <laughs> and then some people weren't buying bots, but bots were somehow finding the videos, and it was just <gasps> and then to like sort
1: through them. It was just like
0: a hassle. Mel says things. it's a hassle as if she did it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really bad. felt movie. really bad for me that I had to count bots on videos. <laughs> I was like, I don't know
1: how to do this. You, I, you just you look for them because I'm gonna start judging them off of their profile pictures
0: and then you just people. go down
1: and and then i'm gonna start spiraling spiral into profile and where they live in dubai they drive so we can't i can't do this i'm not allowed <laughs>
0: i'm not allowed <laughs> so i think this year we'll probably do the voting on our website and mm-hmm. it'll just be just like the application except it'll just be one question where it's like who you choose is your winner
1: <laughs> oh magical question can people in arizona and florida and everywhere else apply this year
0: I mean, I would say yes. It's just, like, it's the same thing as how it was when we were working with Blackleg. We've already solidified that the elopement is going to be in the Badlands. And you can't switch out vendors. And you have to buy your dress from White Lace, and you have to work with the other vendors that are here.
1: When we set a date for engagement pictures or hair trials or anything else, you're committing to that date, and you're not going to reschedule.
0: And all of us are in North Dakota, and So, so if you're willing to, you know, come to Bismarck to dress shop... You know, even though you live in Phoenix, like, that's fine, but be aware of what you're signing up for. Right. But I mean, we've had people in the past apply from Colorado or Minnesota, and they have understood that what they're signing up for. And so that's fine. Like, if somebody wants to apply that doesn't live in the immediate area, that's great. It does make the planning aspect a little trickier. Uh, I think it's a little easier for the elopement than it probably was would have been for Courtney and Justin and was for Kelly and Kaylin, because you have to come to Bismarck for so many things when you're planning that big of a wedding. Mm-hmm. For the elopement, it's really just you're going to have to come dress shopping in Bismarck and then you're going to have to see Mel at some point for photos. And then the other appointments probably could be done virtually with like Jamie and... Tiffany, the florist, and Rachel. Yeah, but they'll
1: probably want to try and get their hair and makeup
0: done before. Right, there is a makeup trial included in the package. So it's just, like, being in the, at least, area is, makes things a lot easier. I think that a couple of our applications have come from, like, small towns in western North Dakota, Mm -hmm. which totally works. If you're somewhere in between here and Dickinson, or if you're up in Minot, like, a lot of those people come to Bismarck pretty regularly. Right. Because we're kind of like the little hub of Western North Dakota.
1: Although mine does have a Target, and sometimes it's got better stuff than ours.
0: That's because less people go to it, <laughs> and I buy all of the things at our Target, so nobody else can have them. <laughs> <laughs> but so I mean, i like, I think it just depends on the person. So I would say, if you are committed to
1: knowing that this is our home base and coming to us, then yeah,
0: then yeah, sure, apply from wherever. So, the one other big difference between this year and previous years, other than the ones we've already talked about, is that this is very obviously called a styled elopement Mm -hmm. in the application. So, can you elaborate?
1: I touched base a little bit with the Jamie kind of selecting and giving them um, ideas. So, this year we're going to have Jamie and the rest of our team is going to put together different ideas for color schemes and materials. So that you have like a theme, like boho or classic or rustic, you know, and it's not just a smush of everything because some people don't know how to separate them. And so we're going to have like mood boards, um, which is basically, if you don't know what a mood board is, it just has like a couple
0: of different color palettes with different ideas. Kind of like a very aesthetically pleasing Pinterest board designed by a professional. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: we'll have like, this is a good dress that goes with this theme and this is a good, you know, hairstyle that goes with this. Yeah, um, and then it'll have like centerpieces that go well with these colors. Um, and it'll be three different options of three different styles, so they can be like, Oh, I really love this um boho chic look in the desert because you know, Badlands is kind of deserty. um uh, mm-hmm. with this color tone.
0: Um, and, and so you can pick and choose more than likely, make that decision shortly after. You're chosen as the winner. Yeah,
1: because it's all going to move really fast, especially right. if the winner decides that they want the, the July, July date. Wedding. Yeah,
0: because yeah. um, like basically that would mean she'd have to start wet- like alterations on her wedding dress immediately
1: and ordering florals and centerpieces yeah. and
0: everything. Else. Essentially, instead of having to make all of these choices on your own super fast, Jamie and with the help of probably Mel and I and a little bit of Rachel and Annie too, um, will put together two to three like mood boards that essentially represent your wedding choice.
1: Yeah. I've gotten really good at making mood boards about 4am breastfeeding. I sent you a couple of them. Yeah. Um, Usually don't respond right away. Yeah. Not at four in the morning.
0: (laughs) I'm a good nine hours of sleep person. I
1: haven't done nine hours of sleep in like six years.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so you'll get to pick out of like the selections, which one you like. And then, From there, more than likely, I'm not going to be, especially because it'll really depend on the size of the bride and her shape and that kind of thing as far as a wedding dress goes. But whatever mood board you choose via Jamie will also kind of correlate to what dresses then I give you as options. Mm -hmm. It'll also depend, your dress options will also depend, like I said, on your size. And then what I can actually get in time if I don't have it already at my store. So that'll vary quite a bit. But again, it'll be something that like all of the vendors will have a little bit more of a say in what the overall look of the wedding is than they usually would. Mm -hmm. Because like in a normal scenario, I'm not going to choose your wedding dress for you. I'm not going to give you four options and be like, you have to pick between these four.
1: I mean, you did picked my Catholic wedding dress. Yes, I did. And that was gorgeous, and I get compliments to this
0: day. But, like, Jamie also wouldn't, like, be like, so here are your three choices of color palette. Like, no, in a normal scenario, you would get to choose whatever color palette you want, whether or not we think you're the crazy. The problem is
1: people don't <laughs> understand that, like, certain colors don't go with certain themes. And, right. And some of this stuff doesn't look good. I so think, essentially, yes, we're
0: just it, like, lining colors. it up so that you can't regret a decision.
1: Yeah. You can't well, make a bad months. decision. And I've been to weddings where they're like, I want everything. And you, like, look around the room and you're like fully like
0: sparkle and there's feathers and there's eight different colors involved (laughs) there's like
1: three candy bars a donut wall a cake table you know (laughs) they got like all kinds of stuff going cupcakes and like it's just like wow there's a lot going on in here and they don't all go together
0: right and jamie is like very very good at making choices where everything looks like even if you didn't plan it it all looks like it was planned to go together perfectly and to like fit with each other and to make sense for the couple. So you're in really, really good hands. But another thing to be aware of when you're applying the application is that if you have a very, very specific like plan for what you want your wedding ceremony to look like, it's not going to hundred percent be your decision. Right. There will be vendors involved making these decisions you will get to have input. You'll be always given choices.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But at the end of the day, you're going to be getting a lot more vendor input than you would as a regular bride. Right. We want
1: to keep everything in the wheelhouse. We,
0: we all view them. that as a positive yeah. <laughs> because we all think we have really great taste. And I, I mean.
1: I mean, I was going to count how many weddings I photographed the other day.
0: I know it's well over a hundred. Um, so I always laugh when people are like. And I mean, at White Lace, we work with over a hundred brides a year. So. I it's... I think we know a thing <laughs> about
1: the wedding industry and styles and fads as they come and go. Right. So.
0: And so I think that that almost, A, a is a blessing. Yes. But B, it really, again, like, we saw so much wedding stress in 2020. Having your wedding styled for you removes all stress. Like, one bride that I was talking about being, like, or talking to because I know her sort of personally, I was like... You should apply for this because, like, I know you're the type of girl that would not really want to plan your wedding. Like, you would rather someone else plan it for you. This would be a great option, you know? Um right. And so, if you're kind of that bride that's like... I'm
1: busy in med school or I've got other things yeah. going on. I can't do this right or now. Or I, I love, I love
0: everything and making choices is hard. Or... If I invite everyone to my wedding, I'm going to have a 500-person wedding, and that doesn't sound like something I want. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a great excuse to not have to do that. I want a
1: free one. Sorry, the vendors will will not not
0: let you come. (laughs) Uh, so, I mean, I think that even though it's really different and it's not for everybody, I think it's a really great way for us to have a rebuilding year and to get to do something a little different.
1: I mean, is it too soon to ask Courtney and Justin to come back for a vow renewal? Because that was like a really
0: fun wedding. Watch Courtney listen to this and be <laughs> like, hey, we're done. Sign me up. <laughs> be like, okay, you win. <laughs> So, I mean, I think we're all excited. It's always fun to do something new. I don't get to be involved in that many elopements. um, Because they're not overly common in North Dakota. They definitely are.
1: One next weekend.
0: They're definitely more common now, in the last year, obviously, than they ever have been. Yeah, because I've done
1: more in the last, like, six months than I
0: have ever. In your entire career, probably, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times when I sell a dress, I might hear that it's a small wedding or I might hear that the wedding is coming up short, like shortly or something like that, but I don't get to hear the whole plan. And so sometimes I'll sell a dress and not even realize it's for an elopement. Like sometimes I sell a dress and don't realize it's for a destination wedding. Mm-hmm. Like the, sometimes people don't tell us that at White Lace, So it's, I'm excited to get to be involved. We do a lot of styled shoots and they're very, very fun but obviously those couples aren't real yeah. and their families aren't. And if they are a real couple, their families aren't there. Right. Like I think
1: the that always, they don't look the best because there's not like a crowd
0: of people. Yeah. And so I think that this kind of is like the best of all. There's worlds. No yeah. There's no pressure. It's
1: not fun when there's no pressure.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> like a little risk to be involved. We are entrepreneurs after all. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. I think that even though we're going to be missing some of our previous vendors, because obviously they're all really fun to be around and fun to work with. This will be kind of a good segue. It'll give us tons of great content and tons of great marketing, which is kind of why we started this in the first right, place. It was. Um, yeah, like
1: we're all bored of winter and we want to
0: create up. some content we want something to be excited about and so this just kind of keeps our juices flowing until we can plan another it's really big nice one
1: to give like give something away and then at the end of the day see how like happy and appreciative they are like for sure that always sure. like
0: warms my heart look at me over here and I'm like, what? but what marketing opportunities are there? Because I'm a psycho. Um, and Mel's like, but a love story.
1: I'm all about the rom coms over here. Yeah,
0: and I'm just like, but what's our plan? <laughs> uh, okay, well, I feel like that's probably a great for our first episode. We promise not to- to uh, wait two more years before we release episode two of season two, <laughs> it'll be coming shortly. Hopefully, you guys will get to chat with some of our other vendors this season. Some, we should do some takeovers
1: again this year. Yeah, so we need a theme song. So start sending us some DMs with,
0: um, yeah, theme song ideas. I guess if one of our you know ten listeners is really good at like mixing some beats. <laughs>
1: You know, everybody maybe got into podcasts this
0: year Maybe we'll have a better fall I mean people everybody like is into podcasts But now they there's like 10,000 more to listen to <laughs> Than there used to be And they're all busy recording their own podcasts But you know what We were doing it first <laughs> <laughs> Then we just took a two year break <laughs> so. We wanted to
1: see, wait for everybody else to catch up
0: So anyways This has been the Midwest Wed Everything you need to know about weddings in the Midwest Brought to you by Local Experts I'm Melanie. I'm Anne. And And we're the Midwest Midwest Wed. Cheers. Cheers.